everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Happy New Year. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Friday. Uh, what is it? Friday, December the 30th. I, I can't believe it. I was just talking to my sister about how fast the year has gone by, and she informed me that it's going by very slowly for her because she is expecting triplets. She's at 32 weeks right now. So for if you're not following me on Instagram or uh, over at Facebook, which by the way, you may have noticed, I have changed my Facebook name. It was called The Busy Mom. It is now called Heidi St. John, The Busy Mom. We're just doing a little bit of rebranding because I have a new book coming out. So uh, we're excited about that. You guys are going to hear more about that as the months roll along. It's actually coming out with a series of things that I think are going to just bless and encourage you. But you can find me over at Facebook at uh, Heidi St. John, The Busy Mom, and also on Instagram. And it might be a good time if you're interested in uh, watching me with my sister. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, chronicle that it a little bit. It's amazing. I was sitting on the couch with her the other night and it's like a party's going on in that woman's belly. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. And I have had seven of my own babies. So amazing, amazing thing. Uh, I am excited for a new year. I'm excited uh, to see what 2017 is going to bring. And today on the podcast, I want to talk about uh, why being in the Bible is the most important thing you can do in 2017. So we, you know, we always make New Year's resolutions, right? We're going to get in shape. This is going to be the year that we cut down on sugar. This is going to be the year that we uh, that we decide we're going to, you know, accomplish that thing that we wanted to accomplish. And I am going to encourage you toward uh, making a making it a habit to be in the Word of God. Uh, for those of you who are not. Uh, aware of my speaking schedule, I want to just let you know, I'll link back to the speaking schedule today. But you can find um, all of the places that I'm going to be speaking at are already there. My schedule is pretty well full for 2017. And the first stop I'm going to make is coming right up at North Coast Calvary uh, Church. And it's a Calvary Chapel in San Diego. I'm really excited. I'm going to be there actually this Friday doing Mom on a Mission. And guess what? It is not too late to register. And so if you're in the San Diego area, um, come on out. I'd love to see you. You can register uh, by uh, contacting Lindsay, and I will actually link back to that today too. It's lindsay at northcoastcalvary.org, and I will link back to the registration for you as well. We are going to have a really good time. I am excited. I've been praying about this for a long time, and uh, I, I, it's one of my great passions is just loving on moms because being a mom is a super big deal and you guys have an opportunity to uh, engage and encourage and equip the next generation of teachers and doctors and lawyers and parents uh, it's sitting on you and it's a big deal and God has a lot to say about it and he wants you to be encouraged and so do I so check that out uh, coming up this January the very first Friday in January January 6th I'll be at North Coast Calvary Chapel in uh, San Diego so check it out I'll link back to it today at the show notes also, for those of you who are in my neck of the woods, uh, the women's conference that I do annually uh, this year, the theme is Redeemed, and we're going to be talking a lot about just being equipped to be in the world and to make an impact. Because like I said a couple of days ago, it's not just God's heart to change uh, your heart. It's God's heart that you get out there and share a message of the gospel and change and impact the culture for the Lord Jesus. And so I'm going to be doing uh, Redeemed in Vancouver 
uh, this February, the 17th and 18th, registration is open for that right now. And uh, there are group discounts available for that particular event. Also, we've got some kind of fun uh, new things that we're doing. Everything that's new that I do, I always try out on my people. <laughs> so, and it's part of, part of, you know, I guess what's good and maybe what's bad. I don't know. Hopefully all, all of it's good. Uh, about being uh, at the events that I do in Vancouver. But that's the 17th and 18th. Those events fill up this year. We expect it to sell out. And so uh, now's a good time to register, 17th and 18th of February. All right, let's talk about uh, being in the Word. So a uh, really cool thing happened to me this Christmas. Um, my mom gave me a tape that my grandmother and my grandfather, her parents, had recorded for uh, her niece and nephew upon their engagement. And they recorded it in 1978. And it was the story of their life, the story of their courtship when they met in 1937 and got married and what they did uh, during the war years. My grandfather uh, served you uh, with the U.S. Forest Service watching for enemy planes. They actually lived in a cabin in the woods and they had a post in a treehouse and they took turns every six hours, uh, uh, six days a week. Uh, watching for fires and also for enemy uh, planes coming off the West Coast. And just a really, it was just fascinating, just things that I had never heard them say. But the thing that I, that just resonated with me and just brought me to tears as I listened to their little, uh, their tape and just the life story of it, my husband was able to get it off of this cassette tape. I actually had to go down to our local thrift store and find a cassette player because we don't have one anymore. And guess what? It's not easy to find them at thrift stores. <laughs> just not around. But we found it and played it. And just to listen to their love for the Lord, they talked about their desire for children and and just wanting to, to follow the Lord. My grandfather was saved. He had been adopted as a child and then uh, was saved at a Billy Graham crusade later on. My mother also. My grandmother uh, recounted um, her coming to Christ at the age of 30. She said, I always thought that I knew uh, the Lord Jesus because I had gone to church, because I was a good person. And she said, I realized, she said, the Lord used um, a radio broadcast that I was listening to when I was 30 years old to show me that I needed to um, ask the Lord Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and to forgive me of my sin and to come into my life. And she said, I knelt down underneath that ironing board and I asked the Lord Jesus into my life. And a few years later, my uh, my mother was born to them and they had been trying to have babies for uh, since they'd been married. So I think that at this point, they must've been married like 15 years uh, when they found out they were pregnant with my mom. And my, my grandmother just assumed she would never have babies and didn't even realize she was pregnant with my mom until she was almost five months she might have even been five months along. So really interesting. My sister and I, you know, kind of listening to our grandparents who have been uh, with the Lord now for quite a while, just telling their story. And it was an encouragement to me because it was a reminder that we're not here that long, that we have um, just a little while to impact the culture, to train up our children, to invest in things that really matter. And it was a reminder to me of what's uh, most important and what I want to focus on uh, in my own life and in my marriage. And I'm going to give you a couple of tools today that will help you do uh, the things that my grandparents uh, did. The other thing, and I'll talk about this more later, uh, because my grandmother was a Bible teacher and I sat under her teaching from the time I was really little. I mean, literally just probably four years old, I started sitting under her and just listening to her teach the Bible. She loved the Word of God. And she was talking about the value of a soul. And do you know, in my entire life of knowing my grandmother and my grandfather very well, I never really, I knew that they loved me and I knew that they loved the Lord. Those are the two things that I knew 
Beyond a Shadow of a Doubt in this uh, other tape uh, that I had had for a really long time. I think I got it in 1987 and I'd never listened to it. Um, it was a tape of my grandmother teaching about the value of a human soul and why souls are so important to God. They're so important, in fact, that he sent his son so that no, no uh, soul, no human soul uh, would ever perish. The Bible says that God, it wasn't his desire that any of us should perish, but that all of us would come to faith in Jesus. And And my grandmother was talking about that, and she, um, in the middle of her teaching, and this would have been uh, 1987, so I was probably, I don't know, um, probably 17 years old, um, she was talking about abortion. And the tragedy that it was that we don't we're no longer recognizing what the bible says as truth which is um that these these little ones these babies every a human being that is ever conceived belongs the bible says to god because they're his creation and their names are written in the book of life and we have our entire lives to make a decision for Christ, to make a decision to uh, repent of our sin and to follow the Lord Jesus and to accept the free gift of his son. And uh, and up until the moment that each one of us takes our last breath, the Bible says that our names are written in the book of life. And Grandma was, was talking about um, the book of books, which is where your name ends up, according to the Bible, um, if you don't. Uh, put your faith in Jesus. And her teaching was so solid and so good. And I I just told my husband, I just said, you know, uh, and some of you have heard me talk about my grandparents and their marriage, and I don't have time to talk about that today, but um, there's a whole section, or a whole section, a whole chapter in my book on marriage, which I'll link back to that to, uh, today also, that includes their, their love story in it and uh, the story of my grandfather's passing and my grandmother being there. And I just remember looking over at my husband and just saying, I want... I want to be like her. Like that's the girl that I want to be. And it starts with a commitment uh, to being in the word of God and to really knowing the word of God. And so that's really what I want to challenge you with today on this just eve of New Year's Eve is to be thinking about how you can best come to know the Lord better uh, in 2017. I am praying for revival. You know, we've been talking all year about politics and about uh, the things that are happening in the world around us. We're talking about the the biblical literacy of the church right now and the very dangerous position that we find ourselves in uh, because of our lack of, of biblical knowledge. But the Bible was given to us so that we would know the Lord and know God and know what God uh what God uh, wants for us and what his will is for our lives. And so I came up with a few reasons that are, I think are going to be important for you to study the Bible, to really study it in 2017. And it starts with a simple commitment to reading the word of God every day. Uh, my favorite way to read the Bible, um, I actually have like, th I have three Bibles that I'm that I take with me to church, I, I will rotate through them because I write notes in them and I want my kids to have those notes when they get older. And I have so many children and not enough Bibles. <laughs> so I've been uh, kind of rotating through them so that they can, um, when I uh, hand those Bibles over to my children someday at the end of my life, they're going to have notes and things that God said to me. Um, I was blessed to get all of my grandfather's sermon notes and uh, one of my uh, grandmother's Bibles, and it is a precious thing to be able to see God at work in her life. And so I want to encourage you to purchase a Bible and actually study it and read it, take it to church with you. So often we take our phones and we look up you know, verses on our phones, but there's something precious 
about writing out the Word of God. So the first thing is just a commitment to being in the Word every day. There are simple ways to do that. Um, I read off of an app called Olive Tree, and there are lots of different reading plans. This last year, 2016, was the first year that I read all the way through without stopping. Um, I've been watching my husband do it over and over again for uh, the uh, 28 years that we've been married, <laughs> and I thought, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a try. And I'm telling you, uh, reading the Word every day is life changing. And the Bible says that there's a reason for that because the Word of God is powerful. The Bible says, and it's living. So another reason to study the Bible is just simply to learn what it has to say. Um, first, firsthand, just to know it. We want to be able to be uh, be biblically literate, to be av- available, to share the good news of the Lord, and to and to actually know what His Word says. And so, whether you are a supporter or a critic of the Bible, or maybe you're just a neutral or you're not even interested, history actually has demonstrated that the Bible can't be ignored. So, when you consider that the Bible. Is important to three major world religions, which are Judaism, uh, Christianity, and Islam. It really is worthy of study. And there has been a lot of criticism, even hostility toward the Word of God uh, in recent years. And I believe, wow, if there was ever a time that we need to know what the Bible says, right now is the time because uh, people will take the Word and they will twist it and they will distort it. And uh, I, we had a, a we heard a pastor one time say, "If you torture a verse long enough, it'll confess to anything," <laughs> which I just I love. Uh, but it's so important to know what the word it says to really understand it to be in it. So check check out Olive Tree and um, look at their reading plans. You can pick it uh, topically. You can decide to go through the Bible chronologically. You can decide um, exactly how much time you want to spend in the Word every day. And I want to encourage you before you turn on you know, uh, before you open up social media, before you get on Facebook, before you check your email. Um, if if you're like me and the first thing you do is just pick up your phone in the morning, make it a habit uh, to get into the Word. The other thing that I started doing this year that's been really life-changing for me is I downloaded a prayer app and my husband uses one too. And I, don't, I can't think of the name of his, but um, I know he loves it. So I'll link back to that today uh, too. But I downloaded a prayer app called the Seven Minute Prayer, and it has all these different kinds of um, ways to pray through the scriptures, and you can even make up your own. So I ended up actually making up um, after I worked. I did that uh, app for a while, just using their prayers and sort of really getting in the habit of just coming before the Lord. You know, starting my day with an attitude of prayer, and then I went ahead and just started. I made my own prayer up every day, and so I I start every day by just praising the Lord for everything he's done, for praying for my marriage and our children, praying that the Lord would open the eyes of my heart so that I could see areas of my life that I need to repent and uh, ask for forgiveness. Every day I pray for our nation. I pray uh, for revival in the church. And then I just ask the Lord uh, to show me what he wants me to do. Because I think as, as mothers especially, and I know that there are a lot of dads who listen to this too, but man, we have a lot on our plate every day. And without coming before the Lord and without um, really asking God to speak to us through his word and through personal uh, reflection and through prayer, it leaves us really open to uh, the enemy. So I'm going to come back on Monday. So I hope you guys have a really great uh, New Year's Eve. I'm out of time for this podcast, but I have actual actually a list. And I, I'm going to probably link back to at least three of them uh, today and also to some of my favorite Bibles. Um, when you hear me speak, I always bring Bibles with me for sale because uh, I want women who are inspired by anything that they hear me say to be able to pick up a Bible. One of the things I love that my grandma said 
I'm trying to watch the clock here. One of the things that I love that my grandmother said when she uh, started the teaching that I had was privileged to hear this last week was that she never wanted anything to come out of her mouth that couldn't be backed up by scripture. And that should be the prayer of every single one of us that loves and serves the Lord Jesus. We we should know our Bibles. We should study them, uh, as Timothy said, to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The Bible is a precious gift that God has given us so that we can understand not only uh, the world around us, but also God's will for us, his love for other people. Uh, it's an incredible thing. And you have an incredible opportunity right now on this eve of New Year's Eve to uh, really make a decision for the Lord to get to know Him more, to follow Him in 2017. So I hope that you'll do that. Check out the show notes today. And don't forget, I'm going to be this Friday coming up. I'm going to be at North Coast Calvary Chapel, and I will link back to that. It's not too late to register. I'll be doing Mom on a Mission. So check that out. And if you're in the San Diego area, I would love to see you. In the meantime, you guys have a really happy new year, and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at The Busy Mom.